Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lehi's Tent. This is A. This is D. So it's been a minute since we posted an episode. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Has it been like a month or two? At least, yeah. But, you know. It's life. You know, sometimes you just get caught up with things that come into your life and you got to take care of them and then come back and just pick up where you where you left off, you know? Yeah, uh, we're back. No, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's um there's been a lot that's that's happened in the scriptures um and especially in 3rd Nephi and and also General Conference that just happened last weekend. It's pretty good. What do you think about General Conference? I really liked it. Yeah. I think it's something that I needed for sure. See, I think General Conference really, you know, inspired a lot of members and also I would say in a way like comforted a lot of people with the messages that that were given. I just I just really enjoyed it. Overall, every talk was was awesome. But yeah, uh one of the big I think uh chapters or one of the most important books in the Book of Mormon, obviously, Third Nephi. I mean, everybody, all the prophets from from Lehi till Nephi, then they they were waiting for that moment, right, for Christ to to appear unto them in the Americas. In Third Nephi, yeah, you have people just like you just said, who have been doing everything they're supposed to do according to the scriptures that they had and the prophets that have been teaching them. And they're just waiting for Christ to come. And Christ comes. Yeah. So this is kind of a special part of the Book of Mormon, especially for Latter-day Saints right now who are in that period of waiting and just trying to do the best that you can with the doctrine and the guidance that you're given whether that's by christ by the holy spirit or by leadership in the church and you know that's interesting because i I actually never thought about that because usually when we come like when we talk about the book of mormon that it's like written for our day right we hear that a lot and that you know it, it was written for our time I feel like a lot of members are like, yeah, the Book of Mormon, you know, it's going to be compared to us because of the pride cycle, you know, when either the Nephites or the Le- or the Lamanites, like, they believe in Christ, they're living righteous, and then they, you know, they just, um, they go back doing, like, the wicked things and stuff. But I never thought about that, that in reality, us as a church, we are kind of like those Nephites during these chapters in Third Nephi that you know, we are living the gospel and we are waiting for, for the savior to come. So I think that's a great point. I honestly never thought about that. Yeah. I mean, the pride cycle is a really good thing to look at in general because yeah, it's, it's something that you want to try to break as much as you can, but it's a cycle. So regardless, it's going to happen. But, I think there are a lot of other smaller 
and bigger things within the Book of Mormon too that you can relate to. I mean, when I read the Book of Mormon, I I don't necessarily relate to the pride cycle part of it. I relate to the people who are just struggling to maintain their faith and to hold on to those small moments of peace that they get to carry them through. Yeah. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. I think the Book of Mormon, you know, it it has a message for each one of us personally, and it's going to touch our, our hearts differently, you know? Um, but yeah, I agree. I think um, the Nephites, well, all throughout, right? All the people throughout the Book of Mormon, they're, you know, they're just trying to live the gospel and waiting for, you know, Christ coming and they're putting into practice everything that, you know, was taught to them by, by the prophets. Book of Mormon, the main message is that, you know, Christ is our Savior and that the atonement is real. And all throughout the Book of Mormon, the people are, or the people of God, right? They're just trying to get close to him and trying to be as obedient as, as they can. And, and they're Nephi when only the obedient ones and the righteous ones were left. They just had the best experience, you know, seeing the Savior, one, each one of them, one by one, you know? Yeah. I think one of my favorite things that's come from Come Follow Me this entire year has been, I don't even know what week it was from, but there is this one quote that I wrote down that I think of a lot. And it's just the Book of Mormon is largely an account of people who changed because of the atonement of Jesus Christ. I think in these chapters, you can kind of see in a small way, the fruit of all those labors, you know, you can see how much these people have changed because in this group of people, all of these people who are coming to listen to Christ because they've heard that he's among them. Like you have people from all over who have, some of them lived righteous lives and some of them come from a different background, but they're all here ready to listen, ready to be, ready to be baptized and ready to hear his message. Yeah, and I mean, that's just more symbolism, you know, of of today that he invites all to come into him, right? No matter who it is um, and no matter who you are, the invitation is always there and he's always there to to receive you with open arms. And I mean, some of the things that he does, right, when he gets there, he obviously introduces to them the sacrament um, teaches them the same teachings that he taught his apostles and the people in Jerusalem. He calls his 12 um, apostles and then gives them, the, gives them the priesthood, right? So they can baptize. And I really like one of the scriptures in Third Nephi where he tells them that 
they were the other sheep that were mentioned in the Bible, right? So, like Christ knew, you know, he he knows the plan. He knew that he had to come to to earth and atone for our sins and that he was going to be our savior. And he knew that he had to visit his people and show himself unto them. And I just think, just like you said, I think it's amazing how they had the opportunity to actually see the resurrected savior one by one. Very, a very personal experience. I, I can just imagine how amazing that must have been. Honestly, one of the reasons why these chapters are really special to read too is because like this is the church that is restored on the earth today. This form of it. What the message is that these apostles continued to teach and to baptize people too. For, for Jesus Christ to come down and to teach you you know, right in front of you and to teach you about the gospel. Like how amazing is that, right? To receive instruction from, from the savior. And that's what they all got in reality. I just think it's amazing. And just how Jesus Christ, you know, he, he led his church then, you know, he's leading his church today. And we just had general conference and that was a very, I just thought it was an amazing general conference this year a lot of inspired messages a lot of testimonies were shared about day-to-day challenges that all of us as members have in the church and there was just a spirit of of comfort that i i just felt very very deeply my favorite talk easily the whole conference was um, Sharon Eubank in the women's session and her whole talk was centered around this idea that we need to be seeking union with each other in a lot of ways that we aren't currently because there are things that hold us back and I think that I definitely saw that same message throughout the rest of the conference too and i think it goes back to something that we talked about previously too well when we were talking about the choice of the images used for conferences here and it's christ and the woman at the well and i was trying to not come up with a theory but think about what that could mean going into conference and i can definitely see where that message of you know showing love and compassion to others who are not maybe exactly like you i also think that honestly that's what a lot of us need right now with everything that's happening in the world and i'm so grateful for the for the leaders of the church because yeah there was a big message about you know the worth of a soul that we, you know, we're all the same to God. You know, we all have a worth and we should all treat each other nicely and fairly. And 
you know, treat each other the way that the Savior would want us to treat each other. But I, I just, like I said, I, I had a, a very, I felt a spirit of like comfort and like reassurance that as long as you keep the faith and you're doing the things that the Lord will have you do, you know, that we're going to see, you know, the blessings from it. And we're going to receive that, that assurance that everything's going to be okay. I really, I really enjoyed it. There's this quote that I really liked that I think I probably saw on Instagram, honestly. And it was about how, um, it was talking about fingernails. And I know this is random, but it was talking about that little half moon that you have where your cuticle meets the nail. Yeah, yeah. And how this person was talking to their children one day and telling them that, you have the little half moons there because your hands are from heaven because you're, you are supposed to be doing the work that angels need done, you know? That's awesome. And I just really like that idea and I don't know, the spirit behind it, especially when I think about the message that Christ left his apostles with and you know, yes, he's talking about the Nephites being some of the sheep that were lost, and he tells them that there are more sheep. And yeah. I believe that we should be helping to gather those sheep, whether yeah. it's by baptizing them or just by showing them compassion and the love that we should have for one another, just like the prophet said in this conference, whether there's a difference in race or gender or sexual orientation. Like there should be nothing to limit your ability to reach out to whoever it is that needs help. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that about being basically, you know, the Lord's hands. Um, uh, Elder Carlos A. Godoy, his talk, um, I believe in angels <clears throat> says here, uh, the Lord is aware of the challenges you face. He knows you. He loves you. And I promise he will send angels to help you. And his talk was basically about his life, how he became a member of the church. And all these people that were there when he was investigating and when he got baptized and, you know, he ended up um, getting married and everything. Like, you know, he says that those were his angels, right? the people that were there for him. And, you know, that's why he says, I believe in angels because he knows that any one of us can be an, can be an angel to someone else. And if there's one thing that I focus on in my life is reaching out to those who I know that might be going through a hard time or even just doing something nice for someone else. You don't, you never know how much that really influences and how much that really makes a big difference. One of the things that I really liked about that talk from Sister Eubank was she talks about a scripture from Jacob 2.17 where it reads, Think of your brothers and sisters like unto yourselves and be familiar with all and free with your substance that they may be rich like unto you. 
and she calls for us to replace that word substance with mercy so that we can be free with our mercy and with our understanding and yeah with our ministering to others the way that ministering is supposed to be done like the way that christ would do it correct the way it's supposed to supposed to happen um i agree 100 percent. and like i said i think all these talks were kind of shared the same message um one of my my favorite talk from the whole conference was um the talk given by Stephen J. Lund. Um, he's a young man's general president. It's called Finding Joy in Christ. And it's about a deacon who was facing like health problems, right? Well, I mean, a, a boy, right? But he's a deacon. And, um, the story that he told was that he had a very bad illness and he was going through a lot of pain and... Um, one Sunday they were all going to church and he was just doing really bad. So they were going to go to his room and tell him, you know, to stay home. Um, and it says here, quoting from the talk, um, uh, Kayleen sat down by him, Tanner. She said, are you sure you're strong enough to go to church? Which I think is a very symbolic question. She says, maybe you should stay home and rest today. And then the boy, he stared at the floor he was a deacon. He had a quorum and he had an assignment. I'm supposed to pass the sacrament today. And the mom said, well, I'm sure someone could do that for you. And then he said, yes, but I see how people look at me when I pass the sacrament. I think it helps them. And man, I'm not going to lie, but I started tearing up in that one because like I said, we all have a duty to show Christ-like love to others. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that's really, really hard. But if we have the courage to do it, and if we really love the Savior, we're going to do it. And it says here, so Kayleen helped him button his shirt and his tie, and they drove to church. And so that was a really touching story. I, I really loved that. And, it was just it just gave me a message of like, you know, button up your shirt, you know, get ready, do the stuff that you gotta do and be there for someone else, you know, be the angels. Be the angel that you need to be for someone else. And that just gave me a lot of like like I just got really pumped, you know, really ready to go out and find those that that need help. We just wanna encourage everyone, whether you missed conference and you want to go back and catch those sessions that you weren't able to listen to the first time around or or you did watch it yeah we would encourage you to do that and keep doing that you know we have been told time and time again that if we go back and study the words that were given in general conference that will be blessed in ways that we can't even really comprehend right now and I think that especially right now with everything going on and with so many wonderful messages being given to us 
about love and mercy and service to others. It would so, be time well spent. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we're excited to have you join us on our next episode. And next week. Next week, for sure. And we just want to wish you a good night. And if you're out there listening, you know, we just want to wish that you're well and keep following the gospel. So we're just going to sign out. My name is D. And my name is A. Have a good night. Peace. Bye, y'all.